0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prince Podcast here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and joining me today, straight out of the North Side of Minneapolis,
1: yes sir, Mr. <laughs> Tony
0: M, sir. How are you?
1: I'm doing good in PLS of the building, right?
0: Yes sir, yes sir, man. It's been a long time coming.
1: But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've been trying to do this for a minute
0: yeah man actually this goes all the way back to and, and let me say shout out to uh my guy page because he definitely Please, uh, Paige, Paige. really tried to get this hooked up last celebration last year
1: yeah he put us in touch right and uh we we tried to get it get it together but i you know amongst everything else that was going on and not locked in but uh we're here now right yes
0: sir yes sir so uh, listen, man, before we start, let me say uh, just thank you to you for coming on because I know you're a busy man. Y'all getting ready to go on the road again, and you got a family and everything, but I really appreciate you uh, spending some time with us, man, and, and you know sharing your story and just chopping it up.
1: I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, like I said, it's been a long time coming, so I'm, I've been looking forward to it.
0: All right. Now, uh, let's just start here because I want to start where you're at right now. Um, You guys, the MPG, you guys are preparing to go back out on the road, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a a concert uh, at the Oxford uh, Common People's uh, Festival in Oxford, uh, UK, and then also in Southampton this weekend. And then we come back and we're home for about, um, I come back for my day job, got to keep the day job rolling for about two or three days. And then we fly back out to uh, to Uzapta, something like that festival in Moscow. And, wow. then, uh, and, and then and then we back, and we're back, and we got some shows in the States coming up.
0: Oh, okay, cool, because that's, uh, yeah, man, we, we hungry out here in the States. <laughs> y'all taking it back to how y'all used to do, where we'd be like, when is Prince and them coming here? They, they all over Bucharest and all these other places. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's for real, believe me, man. Y'all been patient, man. I mean, more than patient. I mean, uh, I think the first thing we had to ask to to actually lock in was the, uh, the Dakota right? during right. Super Bowl week, man. And, and and the and the fans came out in droves, man. It was beautiful. And uh, we're like, we're talking to these, uh, you know, we'd had a few uh, promoters, not even promoters, but agents who had been, who had been working with and uh, they were trying to you know, line up shows for one reason or another. It wasn't happening. So we had to let some people go because it mm-hmm. wasn't getting nothing set up. So uh, you know, at some point, it's just like, you know, listen, it's great, you know, that we tour in the world and all that, but we got to show the state some love too.
0: For sure, for sure, man. So yeah, we we, we ready whenever y'all come, we're gonna show out for you. Know that.
1: Oh man, I know it. Yeah. I know it. I know it.
0: So um listen, all right. So I, I there's a lot of things that I've always wondered about because again, I'm just a fan, but i you know, day one buying these records, and I'm a hip hop dude as well as being in the prince. So I have to ask you some questions about this. First off, no, I just sure. want to talk about like for me, when I first noticed you was probably when I seen some like uh, bootleg videos from the new tour and I would see you guys okay. doing your thing. And I, I don't know if that came bef- before Rock and Rio, whenever that happened, when you guys did those shows. That, that,
1: that was around the same time. I think, matter of fact, and Rio may have been a precursor to where I was actually doing the full new tour blast.
0: OK. OK, that's what I thought. So. And yeah, so I saw y'all then. Then of course when the record started coming, I think the very first thing was like get off that I really was mm-hmm. like, okay. And you know, I was I remember I was in the studio at this time and we was doing some, some rap stuff and we was like, Oh, Prince Princeton dropped the real one, like some real, like, okay, and a lot of cats was raised their heads like, Whoa, who, who who did this? Like, okay, he did, it, he did it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Oh real. Um, yeah, so, but I want to know, like, who were your uh, influencers or what MCs were you into, you know, that sort of went into your, your, your skills and whatnot?
1: Well, at, at that particular time, and you know, when I was coming up, I, was, I always wrote lyrics, you know, more like spoken word, you know, and the guilt got here and, and things of that nature. And, you know, uh, hip-hop really started forming and taking it on, man, you know, it was... You know, it was, it was a grand master class. Uh, you know, uh, Millie mm-hmm. uh, Mel Mell, and Cash, but um, you know, from just a straight MC standpoint, man, I, I, I have to go back to like KRS One or, you know, uh, definitely Chuck D. Public Enemy. I think they were very formative in my uh, in my approach at that particular time.
0: Okay, and uh, you know, back then a lot of it was at least here. You know, I'm on the West Coast, but back then it was like if it wasn't, you know, based out of New York. You know, it no. didn't have that legitimacy or unless you was like one of, you know, a few people out of L.A. at the time. It was Ice-T and uh, Cube and, and W.A., but a lot of it was definitely East Coast base. How was that seen there in Minneapolis in terms of hip hop? What was the things that you guys were gravitating to? I guess you said, you know, Grandmaster and, and those dudes, but what did you, who was everybody like, OK, these are the these are the authoritative dudes that we all mess with?
1: It was, in well, you know, hip hop here was like in its different stages, right? I mean, okay. we were just trying to come up and do what we could do, uh, you know, but everything was really primarily based East Coast, West Coast. I mean, even when you say that you know, hip hop, you know, everybody was even on the East Coast, you have to remember we started as dancers. So for right. me, West Coast, man, that Egyptian lover, things yeah. like that, that's what was banging for us, right? We were getting that little pop lock on.
0: Okay. So okay. it wasn't until so I started
1: MCing, you know, that, uh, you know, I you know, gravitated, you know, toward, definitely toward the East Coast. East Coast rap, So, um, you know, I think, you know, across the board, you know, uh, East Coast was definitely in the flavor, but, you know, I, you know when Dre started dropping, you know, the, he started changing the game, but that uh, West Coast also. So, you know, uh, I remember hanging with uh, uh, Hen G, uh, you know, ah. who's like a writer, producer for you, you know what I'm saying, for mm-hmm. Ice G, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, hanging out with them fellas, man, just gave me an a, a insight on what you guys were doing on that West Coast also. So it was a, uh, it was altogether love, man. Okay, you said Egyptian
0: love. I <laughs> know, that's right.
1: <laughs> I was back, right? Egypt. <laughs> Egypt. Yeah, that's right, that's right.
0: And, and you know, looking at, like, the stuff you guys did in the Purple Rain movie, you know, that was obviously heavily influenced by, you know, pop locking and things of that nature. Was that, uh, were you guys obviously big, known as the cats that was always dancing out there?
1: Oh, oh yeah, absolutely, especially okay. here and, uh, in, in Minneapolis, man. I mean, we were one of the crews that you know would always show up and show out. You know, it didn't matter what club it was, we gonna come up and we gonna get it in, right? And okay. uh, you know, the battle was on, and, and that's just what we did. We went from club to club, and but you know, our uh, our home base was First Avenue. Oh, okay, wow. What
0: was um, I mean? What was this? You know, again, I'm outsider, but we all just saw Prince, you know, and the time. And and I just mm-hmm. figured you would go to Minneapolis and, you know, you step off the plane, you just hear that, you know, the, the, the mm-hmm. horns, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that style. But obviously, you know, there are black people there and there's got to be that influence of just the overall culture of the dance and, you know, the neighborhoods and the music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what was it like for you guys? How how big was Prince and all that influence on you guys? Well,
1: you know, growing up, man, again, you know, you got to stick it back to me. Uh, mid-70s, early-70s, and, uh, you know, leading up into the 80s, uh, the African-American community was really small here. You know, you had Northside, you had Southside, you had St. Paul, you know, uh, and, uh, and that was primarily it, you know. Everything else was the birds or the boonies, and, you know, everybody was in their little, you know, had their little pockets, man. So I, I grew up, you know, watching uh, Flight Time. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't the time. It, it was Flight Time. It was Jim Jam. It was Jerry Lewis. It was Batman, you know, at the crew. And then Prince had his, Grand Central, right? Uh, you know, and other bands, Cohesion, man. Uh, uh, I mean, it went on and on and on, man. It, I think one of the things that helped form this sound, I don't even think it was like uh, a conscious effort, but the fact that, you know, black musicians couldn't find anywhere to play, because wasn't booking them, mm-hmm. is that, you know, the fellas had an I mean, all they did was woodshed. And when the summertime came around, and uh, we would have, you know, Battle of the Bands or Summer Festivals. That's when he had an, an opportunity to break out, man. These brothers was home and ready to roll as soon as that snow broke. Mm. And, it was, and, it, and it was time to get it in. So, uh, you know, everybody, I think, once, you know, everybody knew about Prince. Everybody knew he was a prodigy. Everybody knew he was just, like, just this crazy musician that did it all. Uh, but, you know, he was just another brother along the way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was another cat, man. Catching my hoop and balling or whatever. It didn't matter. Plans of Pink who? Again, he was just another brother around the way uh, amongst another, uh, uh, a whole group uh, uh, of musicians that were
0: just trying to do their thing back in the day. Wow, okay. Now, I, I, you know, I'm going to skip some things because you've told these stories before, and, and I hope yeah, not we don't want to re- repeat things, but I want to like wonder, like, okay, Purple Rain comes out. That's y'all first, mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously international look that people see, yeah. see these cats. But I want to know, like... <laughs> When y'all came back home, you know, I didn't leave home, but in terms of like that immediate reception, what was that like? Mm-hmm. Knowing that, uh, you know, they cut out some scenes that, or other stuff that you guys did in the movie. But what was, mm-hmm. what was it like back in the neighborhood when y'all was in propran? I know y'all came back like, oh, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> who who want to get? In? Y'all had to be <laughs> like feeling, feeling. Were y'all feeling yourself? or was it like, let's get back to work or what was going on?
1: No, well, I, I got to tell you, uh, you know, you come back to the initials, yeah, yeah, you feel feeling so, uh, some kind of way, right? you feel a certain way about things. just like, well, you know, it's, it's getting ready to jump off. It's getting ready to happen. And, uh, you, know, we, you know, we need to really take this seriously, you know, stay on our craft mm-hmm. uh, because what, nothing was ordained, you know, at that time. You know, we just, we had our break. Uh, he gave us a, a platform and we, we kept us busy for some reason or another. You know what I mean? Uh, it didn't jump off for us. Again, like he said, we, got, we paid dues for years before anything happened, but, you know, around the, I mean, just, you know, I grew up, like I said, in North Minneapolis, right? And, you know, me and Dee or Kirk, whatever, we went through the hood, and it's just like, what's up, fellas? We, we, we went and played basketball, and fellas, we leave the way, North Commerce Park, I mean, it was day-to-day. It was, okay. you know, it was our new man. That's just what we did. We went back, and, and that was primarily one of the reasons I know why Prince always stayed home, man, because it was home, and he could always be himself here. Okay. So, you know, gr- you know, growing up, I mean, even when we were coming up in it, man, it was... It you know, was always conversations about why don't you guys move to New York? That's going to happen for you here coming out of Minneapolis, you know? And, you know, we wanted to make sure we did it from here and represented MPLS, that's so for real. All
0: right. And then, you know, during this period, you said you were, you were, you were paying dues. You guys did, like, uh, the Glam Slam video. Uh, y'all was in the Madhouse videos.
1: Oh, yeah. Madhouse, I mean, I mean Jesse Johnson, I want to be your man. And I oh, mean, okay. Wherever we could get in, yeah. If you roll back that video, man, <laughs> there's three brothers in red leather jackets, like uh, bolero jackets. Okay, got to go back trying and to do that. Trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to do their thing in that, man. It did not matter, man. It, it was uh, birthday parties, uh, you know, out at Paisley, or not at Paisley, but just wherever Prince was setting up, man. I mean, we were just, uh, we were there to entertain, man. And, uh, you know, again, paying our dues uh, and trying to make sure that we were ready for when the opportunity came. You know, we formed our own band and started working the college circuit. So we had a little bit more to the table if it ever came. Wow.
0: And what what did what did it finally sort of click in where Prince was like, OK, y'all, you know, y'all be a part of the band like, you know, that getting ready right. for that, uh, you know, rock and reel and that whole sort of transition from the graffiti bridge and all that. When when What uh, led to that?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I think it started breaking around graffiti around bridge. You know, we did uh, Thieves in the Temple and stuff like that. You know, again, like I said, mm-hmm. he always brings us into spot videos here and there. So we always felt like there was a connection. Like, uh, he sees something, you know, although it it hasn't locked in, but he sees something. And uh, I think that's, you know, that's when it started to pop off at that time.
0: Okay. What, what, yeah, what, uh, what was those, like, initial rehearsals like? Because obviously, you know, Prince has a, a work ethic, that he goes hard. Mm. I mean, was y'all ready to yeah, jump yeah. right into that? Or what was that like?
1: Oh, oh yeah. There was uh, no question, man. I mean, we already knew what the work ethic was, man. And I think that's one thing he appreciated about us uh, was our work ethic. You know, how we, I mean, we went hard, man. We were, we were grinding, uh, you know, wherever it was. The Riverview Supper Club. And he would pop up, man, and we'd be there putting it in. And we started to expand uh, uh, from just dance routines to uh, recording our own tracks and dancing to our own tracks. Okay. Right, our own vocals are on the top of stuff I mean my man Damon he posted a video uh, on Facebook a little while ago man it was uh, one of the dance routines that we did a split level uh, and you know again hey, you see that here? yeah so that did. kind of I mean those were our tracks and everything man I mean that's kind of what we went from uh, uh, just being you know pop like uh, you a know, pop showing up in the club to uh, just trying to pull together uh, you know pull shows and then eventually a band
0: okay okay and then like um what was it like that first session for you, specifically when Prince was like, yo, I want you to rap on their song, like come in the studio and, yeah. you know,
1: get yeah. down? It was uh, it, it, it was bizarre. I mean, it was surreal. I mean, again, it, you, you got to understand, man, that the swagger from Brothers in Minneapolis, man, you're like, you know, it was like you didn't, it didn't face me. I showed that it didn't face me. But at the same time, I'm thinking, man, this was a long, an opportunity to, to get on a track and rap. I mean, don't get me wrong. In the back of my mind, you know, I, I know the hip hop community was like, man, he ain't down for rap and he's dissed it or whatever, this, that, and the other. So, you know, uh, but the opportunity that presented itself and there's no way I was going to let that, let that roll, man. So I mean, when it came up, I think one of the first things that he kind of heard me kick off was the segue, and it was, uh, it was money miners. He just heard me grooving, you know? Um, and, uh, he went, whoa. And that was more like I said, just spoken spoke word, man. That's just me talking about things that I had seen in the industry, you know, paying attention to a little richer now, you know, past artists, you know, back in the day, like James Brown and then weren't getting, you know, getting they do. And, um, uh, when he heard that, it, it must've struck a chord with it. And, uh, he said, laying that down. And then before I knew it, we were doing things like brother with a purpose and, um, uh, you know, and man, he just opened up the door and then, you know, we would sit in the studio and, you know, he started talking about like, you know, what do you want to do in the future? How, how do you see yourself, you know, uh, expanding? And um you know because I want you to be you know do do all the rap vocals. I said like, so. What does that mean? You know, just do rap vocals. You're gonna give me some things to do. He said, "No, open up your book." Mm. And I opened up my lyric book, man. And he, uh, he said, "Man, that's dope right there. I can use that right there." And it's you know a lot of times, man. It would, you know, I explained to a lot of people it was such a collaborative effort back then. You know, uh, w- with us the original MPG man, and um you know we we just in groves, man. And uh, you know, I would just start laying uh, a lyrics, and the groove would keep formulating. You know, Sonny Michael. I mean, it just it kept going, man. It it was it was so open. You know, opposed to what you heard about. You know how Prince was. How you just right. you know you came in, you learned the song, and that's it. Don't you change a note? Don't you know? Because that note's placed there for a reason. It, it just it, it wasn't that type of environment for us.
0: Okay. Now you mentioned something. You you said you know you you could see how some people in hip hop, whatever, be like, who is this mm-hmm. cat? And, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be 1000 with you. I know a lot of us was like, who is this cat? Like w- w- what's right. going on here? I'm curious though, you know, not looking at it now, I can look like it and say, you know what? Uh, some of that, I was hating because cause I wanted to be that, cat. you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be right. that cat. We all wanted that opportunity. Right. right, right. right? But like mm-hmm, in terms mm-hmm. for you, like, I mean, was that a lot of pressure on you? Did you even pay attention to that? You know?
1: Well, I mean, I think um, was the pressure. Yeah, yeah, definitely was pressure. Man, you want to try to represent, but you also, you know, if if you, if, you if, if people tell you like we don't hear this or they hear that they straight up lie, you hear everything. Mm-hmm. You pay attention to everything, right? And uh, for the most part, I just had to I had to go with my gut and just do me, right? Because I mm-hmm. I do it. what the bottom line is, is that there wasn't one MC out there who would not have taken the same opportunity had it presented itself. Right. You could do whatever, no matter what people thought about Prince. You would have jumped, you would have jumped on that microphone. Yeah. One of your boys would have jumped on the microphone. <laughs> it did not matter. So, you know, I, it was one thing. I remember having a conversation with, uh, with Q-Tip, and, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, hey, man, a lot of people, you know, feel this way or that way about it, man. He said, but, you know, you're doing your thing, man, and I appreciate what you're doing, man, and uh, don't let anybody detract you. And uh, another thing that press always said, don't let, ever let anybody define who, what, or how he's going to be in this game. Mm. So I just I just went with me, man. I was going to be sure MPLS, I was going to represent that. And if you step, then we could have a conversation. <laughs> no,
0: that's right. <laughs> or shit, if Q-Tip told you, then that's all I need to be said, because, you know, <laughs> that, that's it. Say no more. Um,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, wow. Uh, oh, I know. All, okay, so the other thing, too, i was going back listening to some stuff, and I gotta say, man, who came up with the whole gold Nigger concept? That album.
1: <laughs> that was really the group, man. I mean, we were we were just bubbling in the studio doing whatever, man. You know, I can't remember who we started singing that hook. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just went into it, man. And it born from there, man, then, you know, we started building off that concept that, you know, uh, you know, brothers is out here doing things big, right. And even all the record companies, uh, you know, are trying to hold you down, hold you to these contracts, hold you all the ways to publishing your masters and everything. You know, you had, you had certain artists out there who were doing it on their own, like a prince, right. And even on the flip side, uh, and, and that he found out. So, uh, that, if you want to try to do something you know, and drop something else, they were trying to control the timing of your, of your output, right? Right. And you can't do that with an artist like Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just for luck, we, we were writing and recording all the time. And uh, by the time you got onto something, man, these two albums down the road. Right, right. You don't even want to hear that anymore. You don't want to play that anymore. And uh, that was one of the hard things for me to try to, uh, to get up onto because, you know, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm, I'm green, I'm coming in, and, we, you know, it gives me four tracks, man, on, on Diamonds and Pearls. Right, he's back on the scene. It's it, it, it's on and popping. and then he pulls the and he's going to drop seven, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, numbers. What? Don't put that just three more singles on that LP. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, 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 I got it from a from a from a company standpoint because they're trying to milk that, and I understand how the industry basically has their funds allocated. You know, uh, uh, uh for the for their their big acts, right? Like this might be this might be Madonna's year. Prince want to hear that Prince gonna drop Prince, right?
0: Right.
1: It might be Lionel Rich's here. Prince, care about that? Prince gonna drop Prince because they have all their marketing dollars going so that you know that big one, and that needs to ride for about three or four years. Prince wasn't feeling that man, so a lot of that uh, communication and stuff that we were doing through the to the team was was based on that and him want, you know, and going to the symbol. Yeah. A lot of people didn't you know, weren't up on that. Yeah,
0: I was just thinking. That album, on, on one hand, it's, it's so still timely because I was like, I was listening to uh, Black Motherfuckers in the House. I was like, these
1: yeah, these
0: motherfuckers clowning on this record, but it's so <laughs> it's so true. It was hilarious. I like they could put that out today, people would be mad as hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah, they would, man. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, the Black Motherfuckers in the House. You know, uh, together. I yeah. mean, I think these are tracks that you know you could drop right now and it would still be perfect today. Yeah. No doubt.
0: Yeah, I mean like uh and y'all used to do these I I for sure I know y'all did black I I I just black motherfuckers in the house. Y'all did that live too, right? Y'all were doing those songs live. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We did that out our uh, show to These. We did a show in London and I mean we, we uh yeah, we brought that out, man. <laughs> and it's funny, man, uh we go on the road even now. I mean I mean those are songs that people like. life Y'all need to play this. Y'all need to play that. You know, and the beautiful thing about it is that you know, they, a lot of them are just like you know, they love us doing the tribute to parts, but you know, they're like, hey man, you know, do something from that Exodus LP. Do something from right. you know, Music Time. You know what I mean? They want to hear that. You know, so uh, that's what we're working to incorporate more of that, and also getting getting in the lab and, and putting in some more work.
0: Okay, man. That's and that's right. You know, we sometimes we forget y'all. Y'all album, the first, the Gold Nigga one, was the first MPG album. And obviously they have fire yeah. albums after that, but y'all was the first one. Like you were immortalized on that, man.
1: For sure. Yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was, it was the first drop, man. And know, uh, you know, it was, it's funny. It because because uh, when we were working there, we didn't actually know he was pulling together the LP. I mean, again, a lot of this stuff, man, it was just us in the studio clowning. <laughs> and uh, I remember the day he walks in, man. I mean, even during that whole process, man, you know, he called me up with the other road and, you know, and I, you know, it's in the top. I mean, I end up at Abbey Road studio recording. I'm like, what? Wow. And you know, what we doing, you know, it was crazy like that. And at some point in time, you know, and it's just real talk is that I, I, I kind of noticed, and, and this was keeping how things were going. And it reminded me of, of how, uh, the time,
0: uh, okay.
1: Albums were recorded. And it was really it was Prince and Morris, right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the band, you know, and I wanted to make sure that, you know, we were, you know, as a group, pulling this together. I didn't, you know, I didn't want the album to drop and all of a sudden it looked like it's just, you know, Tony and the Prince, you know, co-written, you know, written by, you know, and, you know, everybody wanted, the, you know, a piece of the game, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And we wanted to make sure everybody, no matter what, if they wrote on it or not, or if they contributed in any way, they got publishing, they got writing, whatever the case may be. You know, so, you know, um, we talked about that a lot. And, you know, I think he respected me for that. I said, I just don't want to fall into what, you know i i i know what happened you know during that uh, during the time there right? and you know brothers just came in and they were just hired musicians who came in and learned the songs right you know we all been living and breathing this you know that's all you know let's make sure we all get a part of this
0: well let me ask you this question because you brought it up and i kind of remember hearing about this and i don't know if you can talk about mm-hmm. it or not you might know where i'm going but in terms of like mm-hmm. that publishing uh you know yourself and uh levi mm-hmm was there some situation where you guys kind of had to take it to a legal situation to like try to get the publishing on those songs or something?
1: Well, you know, and I don't know that that was, you know, you know, all P himself, but, you know, you know, he got his accountants who were handling things and, you know, we weren't getting a response, you know, to inquiries about royalties, you know, and, you know, P and I talked about it afterwards, you know, and, you know, that, you know, he questioned why we, you know, had to go that route. It was just, it was business again when I, when I left Institute and went to do a solo career and Kirk and I had formed MPLS records, uh, you know, we, we didn't ask for, you know, any, for anything, really any favors, right. We're going to go out and do it. our hustle. We're going to make it on our own. You know, and I, I, I feel like he respected that more than anything. Right. And it wasn't like Prince L man, can you call up this label? You know, we're trying to do this or I'm trying to put out this or that. You know, one of that, it was just like, you know, this is what, this is what to do. Right, um, based on what we had done in the past, it was no more than that. It was it, it was a town. It, it it wasn't personal. It, you, you understood that. and respected that.
0: Strictly business, basically. That what you say?
1: saying? Yeah, it was. It, really, it was, man. Again, like I said, I, I I didn't ask for no favors. I didn't, I didn't ask for no handouts. I didn't ask for nothing. i are we gonna make this room on our own. It, it's gonna sink us swim. It's, it's gonna be on us.
0: Now, uh, oh, and also too, because I remember to see you pop on, on other things. Uh, can you talk to me about uh, using that video, Martika's Kitchen, right?
1: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Prince, uh, at that time, yeah, he was rolling with that man, and I, I remember hearing you know, the first version the of that without Martika on it. And uh, mm. you know, he'd say, hey, you just sit in the studio, and the tracks will come on, and be like, "Man, what is that?" He said, "Yeah, I got this uh, this artist, man, Martika, that was gonna put something on it." I had a jump on it. just going to do lyrics. And I was like, what? Said, yeah, no doubt about it. Before I knew it, I was on the a and I had recorded with my chica, man. And there was a video. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was always little spot projects like that, man. It just came up. Like, um, Hoop Dreams was another thing that, you know, that came up. The Deacon. And, uh, I, I was,
0: huh? The Deacon. Is that what they called you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just changed it up. Didn't want to do Tony. Might as well make it Deacon. Because that was the thing that we always say. You know, watch a Deacon. Oh, you know, okay. So that was kind of like go. a little moniker I went through. You yeah, just yeah, unlocked so. a
0: little mystery there, but okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, doing that, I did that with Paul Peterson and, uh, and Ricky Peterson, uh, okay. you know, St. Paul. Okay. Yeah, I did that with them, man. And, uh, you, know, you know, just little things like that. that just kept, you know, kept me rolling, trying to keep me, you know, independent and, uh, and, and, and creative and still being able to keep, you know, stay creative and stay in, uh, in, in the game for a minute. Until I got tired
0: of it. Before we get to that, uh, another, so, I mean, there was a lot of people coming through there and, you know, for us as fans, you know, it wasn't too many tours in America, so we would watch the videos, right? The the home video releases, (laughs) Three Chains of Gold and this and that and the third. But talk to me, man, about uh, Carmen Electra, man. Like, Yeah? (laughs) He said, yeah.
1: (laughs) Where you going, bro?
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, like, there's a, you know, both of y'all rappers, right? Y'all, y'all, yeah, N- MPG yeah. records, y'all was rapping. I mean, did you work, and I, and I can't remember, that's why I'm asking, but uh, did mm-hmm. you work on some of her stuff? Did you write some of that or, or any of that? I'm just...
1: Yeah, Levi and I actually, we, uh, we uh, wrote and, and produced uh, her first LP, actually. Oh, okay. You know, um, okay. We, brought, we brought in Only Love and, and everybody, we had, you know, a bunch of, uh, tracks that we pulled together and Prince pretty much put us in charge of doing that first effort and you know, for for, for um, I remember when she when she first came out, I remember she um uh, she was just like a backup singer uh, dancer for Robin Power. Uh oh, and that's the name back for the Bridge, right? Yeah. So Robin had her group. And uh you know Prince, you know, saw um her name was Tara, Tara Patrick and saw Tara's uh, uh, you know talents and said, Hey man, I think there's something I can work with and he started to, uh, you know, form her and start to, uh, you know, school her on the business, man, and bring her in. And uh, fully noticed, she was out on the road get, getting it, man. And, uh, you know, a Robbins, so I had to get in and uh, and work on that, uh, that particular uh, initial release of first.
0: Okay. Um, and, man, you kind of threw me off there. You mentioned Robin. Um, but, like, how many other people were coming through there, other artists? Uh, I, mean, I was going to ask you about Mighty, that's what I'm going to ask. I wanted Mm -hmm. to ask these questions. I saw this, somebody recently talking about this. So on that Three Chains of Gold, you know, video, home video thing, you know, the narrative, Mm -hmm. and I assume it's just a narrative that's made up, but you can let me know. Was the band Mm -hmm. actually really feeling like, who is Maite? We don't understand her place here. Or was that just for show?
1: No, man. I mean, I, you know, it, it, it's funny because, you know, it, it, every story you see, man, there's the slight truth. And, and a lot okay. of it's, you know, fluff and, and made, made up stuff. But, you know, um, at that particular time, when Mite came aboard, they didn't understand that, like, uh, Kirk and I and Damon, we, we basically uh, gave the uh, tape, uh Prince the tape of Mite. Because we met them out. Uh, we were doing a show. I think we were in Frankfurt, Germany. Yeah. Okay. And we met our mom and dad and we were all out talking and, you know. And that she says she dances and whatever, and Kurt, you know, gave Prince the tape. And before we knew it, Mikey was out on the road with us. And, you know, and Rosie uh, at that particular time was uh, just, you know, she was about to drop her solo stuff. So she had kind of left the group. And uh, then we had another uh, a component, you know, and then again, we were, we were, we were kind of going down to this funk hip hop thing. And then the, he just flipped it all the way over. Right. And it's his uh, finger chimes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And we're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, man. So you have to, be able to keep up with him. And we weren't ready for that. <laughs> 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 so, you know, baby sister came aboard, man. And then, you know, she was, and man, and, and, and let me tell you something. She was, uh, she just wanted to learn, man. She was wide open, right. And uh, she jumped in and, and she just did whatever she could, man, to fit in. So we made sure we put her. We put her on, and you know, we were big brothers, man. So we down too, man. You know, we, okay. you know, you, you you get it, you get it like we got it when we came in the door, right? Wow. And uh, and she stuck with it, man. The girl's tough, man. She rode with us, man, and she became our ride or die, no doubt about it. Oh, that's what's up.
0: Okay. Yeah, I always wondered, like, how you know did, did people see it as a threat, or didn't know where Prince was going. I imagine he's just going so fast, you know,
1: changing things yeah, up. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it had no, it had nothing to do with uh, you know about her coming on board. It was just like, where's it going? You know, after we're rolling down this and things were you know happening. But again, you have to, have to understand who he is and how he is as, a, as an artist, and, and it changes so much, man. So you know, those you have to you know, were you we ready for that change? Probably not. You know, okay. but uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, it came, and uh, we rolled with it, man. And, and you know, in, in hindsight, you probably to go, man, we we should have known this was coming, right? Because we were already in there working on, on all the tracks already, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, just flip them up a little bit, put a little bit, something else on it, you know, take some of the chicken grease off and <laughs> then put something else on it.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, you know, and, and so when you guys are doing the, uh, people call it the Love Symbol Album or Symbol Album, whatever, and then that finally mm-hmm.
1: drops,
0: had you guys already mm-hmm. been working on some other stuff? By, by the time that that album got to the public,
1: oh yeah, man, we were we were probably another album and a half in. But you know, not knowing that this album, you're just constantly recording. You don't know what mm-hmm. you know what's going to be pulled together. You know, you're just constantly creating. And man, I mean, it was hundreds of songs done. Uh, things that uh, you know, I was hearing people uh, come up with and say, Tony, have you heard this? You know, and I'm like, man, where'd you get that? You know, there was so there's so much stuff out there that people get a hold of that, that, you know, not realize realizing in the court, we figured, oh, I forgot all about that. So, mm. yeah, man, there's a ton of stuff out there.
0: All right. What What was it like, uh, and and I ask you this because I I think about the, the you know, back in the days of the time and what those guys uh, went through and their experience when I hear about Prince at that time. And, you know, I'll be mm. honest, sometimes I look at that and be like, man, you know, everybody was young and, you know, people you never know what people go through in life but i was like i look at mm-hmm. some of that and i'm like that, some of that stuff was kind of funny stuff. but i mean it is what it is we all have our thing in mm-hmm. life right mm-hmm. what was it like for you guys working for prince because at this time prince is you know, superstar you know he's the, he's the man he was the man's the man you know what i'm saying like he was prince right, right was there right. ever like because i always think about I mean, man i don't know like if he would have maybe said something to me and, and you know, I'd have gotten my feelings or, or be like, ah, I can't, yeah, I ain't gonna have nobody talk to me crazy. But I mean, you know, it's, a, it's, it is what it is, but I'm just curious. What did, what was it like for y'all? Was there ever a time you had to like, kind of like humble yourself and sometimes it wasn't always happy or was You know what I mean? Like,
1: right. Oh yeah, man. Everything was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't shits giggles, man. Let me tell you, it was, you know, you, you came in and you you know you you had to put in your work. You had to understand that this, this man had a lot of responsibility, right? And mm-hmm. you know if you look at it and say no game. So when you come in, don't don't treat it like no game. My rehearsals were like shows. Mm-hmm. You know, we went hard like it was shows. If you came in on a day and we just wouldn't feel particular you know, didn't want to practice or, you know, just I'm really feeling today. You knew it, man. He you sent you home. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just go home. Wow. you going to take this for real, yeah, I don't even say, I do care if it's five people in the audience or 5,000 or, or 50,000. We're going to perform it like, you know, the same way every time. And, you know, yeah, there's plenty of uh, occasions, man, where you just, you know, one you know, feeling, it, he wasn't feeling it, you he was feeling you know, you know who you were going to get. You say, that's what we're going to do, man. <laughs> or who was going to get it? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe it's what it is, right? I man you know, you know, you're a real talk, man. I mean, I, I, I it was, you know, no times, man. Like, you know, us, especially you know, Damon Cook and myself. That, you know, we want to go out and we just walk around and be with, you know, be with the fans and hang out, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, must have been a conversation that you know somebody was having, and a press was like, "Tony, why are you guys out there walking around?" I'm like, "Dude, you know, you don't get an opportunity. This is the closest to to you that they're going to get through us, mm-hmm. right?" Mm-hmm. And um you know, and one of the security guards must have said something about, Yeah, man, but you need security out there with you. And I you know, I I was flat out. <laughs> I was i was in jail. <laughs> You know, I said, I will scrap it all three y'all up in here. And I remember <laughs> Chris put his head down and uh Levi dropped his fork and this is like the race and we all having dinner. I said, Man, I'll fall y'all uh, over here, man. <laughs> but Prince knew me, man. Chris knew Me, you know setting, man, he's like you know, I remember uh, a story. Kip told me. He said, "Yeah, man, I had never met you because you know when I left the, you know left the scene. I, I mean, I left the scene. I didn't show up in no parties. I didn't do nothing. Mm. And uh, Kip was like, 'I had met everybody else, man, but I had never met you.' And I remember, you know, asking Prince, "What, well, you know, so what this dude right here, man?". Who? He said, "Yeah, man. Tom. Tell was tell something Tom was that man. <laughs> what do you mean by that?". He said, man. He said, I didn't need no security around me. If Tony was happy, to the same was him, man. There was no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just how we grew up, man. You know, <laughs> I you know. Yep. I I ain't I ain't about the dumb the dumb stuff, man. But you know, I'd be the I'd be the coolest brother you want to meet and hang out with, man, and loyal to the, to the end, man.
0: I dig that. I dig that.
1: Yeah. Uh- don't cross me though. <laughs> we have to move some you just set it
0: off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> giving him an MPG ass whooping on the spot.
1: Oh, man, man, it is, man, you know we will have a discussion. We'll have a discussion. A discussion. discussion. <laughs> I feel it. <that. laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now and with that, you know, going back to you know the rehearsal and stuff. I mean, was cats get still getting docked back in those days? Were they still sort of implementing that?
1: Oh, oh yeah, man. He was. Uh, he he he'd get that paycheck, man. If he wasn't on point. Mm-hmm. But he'd also, you know, he'd also up there on the paycheck too, man. Uh okay. you know, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, the uh uh the getting docked. Yeah, yeah, that happened, man. And uh, you know, it goes back to you know, James Brown. You made sure you're doing resize, and you know, you want know, like that check to be a little bit lighter, you was on point every night. Right. Right. But there's also opportunities to uh you know, for you to stretch out and, and be and be fun. Who's gonna be the funkest tonight? Tonight's funk night. Oh, okay. And, you know, whoever the funk is, get a, you know, get a 500, get a 100 spot, you know, 500 spot. And, you know, you get kicked out. So, like, when your time the shine came, what are you going to do within the realm of the show? I mean, you can't just go out free wheeling. You know, but what you going to do within the realm of the show, uh, when, the, when, the, when the time comes, and who's going to be the funkiest? I mean, because we'll watch every show mm. after, you know, after the gigs, man. We go up to the room, and we do a review. If we didn't, you know. You give a call and say, oh, you missed a note here. And he's like, what are you talking about? Because he had, I mean, man, he was watching stuff every night wow. to protect it, wow. to change the arrangement on it. I mean, you're, you're, you're performing hundreds of songs, right? And then you tap the, uh, put on top of that the, uh, the multiple arrangements that he would change up. Because, you know, you have to understand he's changing the set. constantly, I mean, he's doing... You ninth 29th or whatever in 02 or a little bit a you know? And, you know, he's got to change the up and, and keep it fresh for people, man. So, you know, you have to, you have to take your notes, man. He said, Daniel, no, are you a genius? I said, no. He said, yeah, I didn't think so. The only genius up in here is me. So you better get your notepad out and take your notes. <laughs> I don't want you to you missing nothing. Missing no steps, no nothing.
0: Man, this is serious business. I like that, man. Yeah,
1: it's real. Yeah, it's real deal
0: yeah now in, in, in you know this would be a last question in terms of the shows and stuff but like how was it mm-hmm. what was life like on the road for y'all particularly when it's like your first time you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. was y'all getting out was y'all uh-huh. out there like yo you can't leave them girls alone or you know st- <laughs> 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 well
1: some some are like that but i think those are more of the veterans you know i mean you know we i remember the first the first tour man it was it was crazy. It was bonkers. I mean, you walk up in a, a stadium, and we're pulling up. And, you know, you see people have been, you know, camped out for a week in front of this stadium mm. to make sure, you know, because this is general admission. They, they'd open the gates, and this is a flood of people who come running in trying to get to the front of the stage, right? Wow. And uh, uh, I, I remember, you know, we're, we're, we're out there, and we're, and we're doing the shows, man. And as we kept going, we used to doing a new tour. That, that's kind of like when the, the rap thing started to flourish for me. Right. And, um, you know, I was, I was about my business, man. I wasn't about, you know, that I wouldn't about that out to man. <laughs> and I was parlaying that into more mic time and more stage time.
0: Okay. You know,
1: so, you know, that, I, again, you know, I remember talking to Levi, I said, it's all you weren't playing around, man. It wasn't about some girls out there. It was about, you know, how can I better myself or put myself in a better position?
0: Tight. Yeah, that's dope man cause I know if it was me I'd have been a straight fool like at least the first <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm out here with Prince I went in eh, 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 eh. <laughs> in yeah
1: joking. it was crazy it was, yeah, it was crazy man there's no doubt about it man. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: anyway uh what uh you said you know you got to the point where you had enough like what what got you to yeah, yeah. what was that about I mean what, why did you have enough
1: well you know um after a while, you know, like I think we had touched about uh, I mean, a little earlier in, in the conversation is that, you know, you're dealing with the, uh, you know, the hip-hop community. I'm, I'm trying to go a certain way. I'm trying to do a certain thing, right? And Prince is pulling me in this certain direction, you know. And then once we started off and, and Kurt and I formed our own label. when we started doing this, man. Right? you know, certain, you know, you know things, you know, blockers and conferences start being had. And they're like, you know what? Is this, I, don't, I don't know if it's worth it. I, I remember... One time I told, I came out to a show out in London, and um, apparently, no, I was there. I was there with, uh, with a friend of mine who had hooked me up with an MTV interview uh London. And I, you know, I'm out there, and I, you know, I stopped by the show, and I'm sitting there, and I'm talking. And uh, we're sitting there, and uh, I pull up, and then, you know, like, wouldn't let me in. Mm. Like, what? Why? I was just here. You know, what, what do you mean? You know who I am. Uh, but, you know, it, it was just that shutdown thing that happens, right? And i just like, man, this is, a, this is a game that I don't want to play. But, you know, coming to find out, Princeton, even you know, I was out there, man. You know, and then once he found out, you know, we came through, we talked and we laughed about it. asked, you know, how things were going and, and, uh, and this, that, and the other. But, again, it was, it was, it was the games of trying to get your house on, trying to lock in the distribution, you know, trying to deal with, the, uh, uh, with, with all the other mechanisms that are going on. And, you know, I was just like, man, it's time. You know? I think it's time. And how am I gonna get it? I, I need to get a job. I need to to yeah. walk away from this. But I had to make sure that it was, you know, I, I wasn't just being pulled back into uh, into the business, right? Because a lot of people can't make that transition, and it's, and it's tough, man. You go from playing in a rock and roll 170,000 right. people, or you know, and to all of a sudden, you know, and I always told myself I would never be like a person that be, you know, showing up at the cozy bar playing, you know, just sets to be playing. You know, for a couple of dollars in a beer tab, you know that, that just wasn't, wasn't my style.
0: You won't you weren't gonna so, be at the I, Golden Palace on Tuesday no, nights. Man, <laughs>
1: no, I wasn't gonna do that, bro. I just it wasn't me, man. I, I you know, it was time. I, I was ready to settle down. You know, what I'm saying I was ready. I said, man, I better I better figure this out now. I'll get a family, you know, and, and get that rolling, man. So uh, yeah. that, when I walked away, man, you know, it was it was, it was time, and it was uh it's probably the best decision I had made in my life. So. When I came back to it, when, I mean, when things started rolling around and coming back full circle, man, I appreciate it so much more. It's like, it's crazy.
0: Right. But you just had some real conversation right there. Talked about that transition from being in the spotlight, you know, working with Mm -hmm. one of the most iconic artists and then like being able to essentially walk away from that life and, and what I call come back to be a civilian, Right like to, to, yeah, yeah. to, to work a job. I mean, you, you kind of glossed over, but I'm just saying like, what was that really like in terms of what I mean specifically, did you have to, I don't know if you had a job prior, but was there like, yo, I got to get my skills up for, you know, a, a civilian oh, yeah. job? I mean, or, a,
1: yeah. yeah. No, there's a serious self assessment that, that, that goes on. You have to mm-hmm. be honest with yourself. Now understand that uh, what I, before I became into the entertainment industry, man. I was in the Marine Corps for six years. Oh, okay. So okay. I've I made, usually my life changes are major. They're major shifts. So I, I mean, that transition was no thing, man. You know, if I, if I go cold turkey on it, I'm gone. I'm out yeah. and I'll see you. You know, and, I, and I'll look back and I, and I move on and I force my head, where oh, I need to be successful in this next endeavor, for this next stage of my life. So for me, it, it, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing at all, you know?
0: Man, that's tight. And, I, and I'm going to say this, because I remember, a few, it's probably a few, years, a few years ago now, a picture, mm-hmm. I saw a picture of you on, I guess it was Facebook, and it looked like mm-hmm. you was, you know, you didn't look like the Tony M that I remember. You was like, I was like, yo, this cat work. He's working at a job or something like, you know, I was, and I was like, again, I was like, you know, I respect that. I was like, my man, he got to eat. He probably got a family, you know what I'm saying? He got yeah. a responsibility for I was I was like I respect that like my man he out here getting how he live he working or look like you know he's like he got a business or something I was like okay yeah yeah we 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 do
1: good I mean I can't I can't I can't complain on on, on the day job at all man but again yeah. I had to work toward that you know it, it didn't start out like that you know I, again like I said a self assessment had to be made you know I'm like. Mm-hmm late 20s, early 30s, man, and I'm like, okay, I'm an African-American male without a college degree. Mm. How do I get in this workplace? You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. So what am I going to do? What do I need to do? And, uh, and, and I started forging that path, man, and, and that's what it was, and as I continued to, uh, you know, uh, move up in the ranks, get promoted, uh, get my skills set up, my experience level up, you know, things started to happen, doors opened, and again, like I tell people right now, like, you know, what we're doing right now is no midlife crisis for me, man. This is a, uh, no, I ain't quitting the day job. Man, I, <laughs> I'm about 401k on the benefits, man. Say that. That's where it is. Say
0: that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I low-key would want to title this show what you just said. I ain't quit my day job. <laughs> that's a cold line right there. That's for real
1: shit. Yeah, man. That, that's real. I I, mean, that. I love y'all. I love y'all, man. You know, but it, 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 if, it, if it ain't lucrative, if it ain't steady, it don't make dollars, it don't it make makes sense. sense man, that's like, right. what I got rolling. Uh, you know, I, I gotta stick with that, man. I gotta still have my time with the family. Right. Still, you know, I you know get my kids off to college. Okay. You know, spend time with the wife and stuff like that. But that's a that that's the important part of it, man. This right now it just allows me the opportunity, uh, you know, to uh, you know, have the family come out like the surreal moment for me, man, with having mm-hmm. my kids on stage at the at the at the uh, tribute. Okay. What what you what, know what? But for me. Go
0: ahead. No, I was going to say, what, do, what, do, uh, what is it like? I mean, what do your kids uh, think of your uh, working with parents and the stuff you're doing now?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, they're teenagers. My daughter's about to go off to college. My son's a sophomore. And, you know, they, um, for them, uh, it was it's like, oh, yeah, I think that, you know, dad used to do that. You know, again, <laughs> when, I, when I walked away. Michael. I, I mean, I, I I put up all the plaques. I put up all the wards. Okay. None of that stuff. There's so packed in boxes under the house. Nobody knew anything about them. All the posters with the MP on them and all that stuff. Nobody, the kids never saw any of that. Mm, and yeah. uh, my wife had told me the story that she was uh, she must have been doing laundry downstairs and my daughter was touring around the basement we had not finished it yet. She was on a tricycle and she must have rolled past this little cubby area where it had a lot of this stuff stashed and she saw a poster. Uh, it was uh, from the uh, from the seven album, you know, with all of us sitting on the boxes okay. and my team, you know, standing up front, you know. Yeah. And she stopped and she stopped on her little track, man, and she backed up and she looked and she looked again and she just tooled over and she rolled over to mom and was just go, Wow, that that isn't bad <laughs> and, uh, and that was that was kind of her, her her thing. I mean, you know, she they didn't know anything about it. And wow. so for for them to um uh, I, I remember when the uh the, the tribute happened and uh, you know, I bought. You know, the kids were coming, and uh, you know, I mean, their thing is, you know, Migos and you know Beyonce. Right, right, I mean, right. that's their thing. Uh, that's their thing, right? It, right. Ain't, it ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember uh, we got them a limo and everything, so they get the star treatment. I you know, I let them really roll like it was you know big time. And I, my daughter rolls in and she looks at the arena filling up. Mm. She said, I mean, wow, this is like Beyonce." <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like, the yeah, say, baby, that's exactly what it is. I didn't get to, I remember talking to the security guy, and I had already told my wife, I said, listen, we're going to bring them up on Housequake, because that's usually a partner in the show that we bring people up on stage. And uh, they goes, don't tell them a word, don't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. And I would already peeped up the security people, and I said, here's, here's one of my kids to sit, and make sure you bring them over to the side and, man, just to look on their face, you know, uh, when they were coming up on stage and my daughter looking at me the whole time going, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were put on this spot, man, right. and my son, he, brought, he jumped right in, man. He jumped <laughs> up on somebody and just started dancing. I said, there you go. <laughs> he wasn't playing around. But, uh, you know, nice. for me, again, that's a real moment with having that full circle and for them to see what uh a taste of kind of what that used to do. Mm-hmm. For me, that was, uh, it don't get no better than that right there.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, man. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting because again, uh, you're immortalized on some classic videos and I would imagine at some point it may be even your you know, your grandkids, I don't wanna put that out there now, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying but like you know <laughs> right, right. but it I could you know, it might be a time when they yo, is that granddad? That look like granddad. You know, you're gonna be looking on something. <laughs> And they going to see you 20, yeah. 23 positions in a one night.
1: I'm <laughs> like, yeah, boy, That's I used to be out there
0: doing
1: mean. it, boy. I, I used to do it like that, man. I remember when we came out, uh, people were watching uh, the, the tribute show, and uh, it came time to do Sexy Left. And I'm thinking, oh,
0: you no. Know,
1: I used to go, I'm going to go in. I right? go in. I would, I would go in. I'm thinking, now I'm in the back of my head. I'm like, what am I going to do? My kids are sitting in the audience. Right? <laughs> so when 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 the, when the hook came up, man. I just said, you're sexy, and I held the mic out, and I let the Uh, the crowd sing it, so they (laughs) helped me out. Right, right. (laughs) I I had to think about it differently, right? I was like, man, this is crazy. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, the things we do when we're young, and, you know, we had different sensibilities and responsibilities, and then when we get a little older, you know, kids and we got influence on our our own family, we'd be like, "Man, Man,
1: I can't go out like that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> that's what's up, man. man that's that's amazing, that's man. Uh, man oh, one one last question, because uh, again, I remember seeing you on Willing and Able, and I've seen you on other things. But you had a guitar mm-hmm. in your hand. Mm-hmm.
1: You play guitar? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I okay. do a little bit on it, man. I mean, again, those are some of the things that we uh, went back and kept on our skills during the time that we weren't going on the Sign of the Times tour or the purple rain tour, mm. you know, um, you know, we were trying to you know, bring other things to the table. And I remember, uh, we were doing a show at a spot called the Riverview supper club in Minneapolis, man. And Prince showed up. And you didn't realize, man, that we had the full set like that. And, um, you know, we looked at us and he said, man, before I knew it, we were into a certain song and we were doing a dance routine and he asked us to bring Robin up on stage. We brought her up and let her do her thing. But he said, man, y'all kind of funky, man. And, you know, we, you know, we appreciate it, but again, as I said, we kept getting dropped off at the bridge. And but I mean, man, he was just leaving us, man. We were like, <laughs> dude, we, we got to do something, we, <laughs> but we got to go make it happen ourselves, right? And uh, so that that came about of that man. I mean, I, I was at stage bands at, at North High with my man John Simpson and played with Andre Simone, uh, my man says, uh, or Maguire who was uh, like production manager okay. for Beyonce, who was a uh, production manager for. Uh, for Prince, also, man. And we had our own stage, man, at in, in North High, man. So, I mean, that was something I had always done. But then, you know, like I said, man, growing up like that, I mean, for me, it was all about hoping and playing football, you know? Oh, really? Never in my wildest dreams did I think music would be, a, you know, uh, one of the mm-hmm. biggest things that happened in my life, and, and let alone be able to artist like Prince and, and tournament internationally like we did. That, I mean, that wasn't even a thought, bro. Right? I mean, it's just something I like doing, mm-hmm. you know? But my, my, my love was playing hoax. Okay. You know, okay. so yeah, that's what it was.
0: And uh, your family is from Minneapolis, your mom and them all stay there, or
1: yeah, yeah, my mom's uh, is still here, okay. uh, my sister, uh, um, yeah, the family is, is, is here, man. And so, still, still rolling, still rolling north side.
0: All right, cool, man. Listen, yes, Mr. Tony Mosley Anthony, <laughs> call you government, <laughs> government name.
1: <laughs> Man. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> my mom called me, like, and we get mad at
0: me, so. <laughs> But I really appreciate you coming on, man, and, and chopping it up. Like All I right. said before, I was always looking forward to this, and uh, you dropped some stuff for us to think about, man. I, I, you know, I think that whole transition and uh, you know working it like a job—it is a job. Goddamn, we got kids, responsibilities, and, and, and generational stuff we want to pass on. And things. That's right. And uh, I really respect uh, it. just
1: examples. About, uh, yeah. Examples you want to set for them, man, right? I mean, you got to forge a path and let them know that, you know, you can do anything you want and be anything you want. But, again, you got to focus. got to have a focus. got to have a drive.
0: Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. And uh, when you guys go back, when you guys uh, go out on the road? When is the first show?
1: And so, like I said, we, we leave uh, Thursday for uh, a ton okay. of people in the U.K., and then uh, we come back, head to Moscow the, the following weekend. Then we're back for a minute, and we have a couple shows, like uh, Wisconsin, uh, uh, and then we're starting to line up some stuff. Uh, there's, there's, you'll be seeing the announcements. That there will be some things in the States pop up, and then we head back out for like a two-week stint uh, at the end of July into mid-August, uh, nice. back over in Europe again. But, it, but we're sprinkling in the U.S. states in between that. All right. Well, they out there. So get yeah, get ready, man. I got see you in the house, bro. Yes,
0: yeah, sir. What y'all used to say back and say don't come to the show. You see just-
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, no, come on out. That was key. That was key. That was, okay. that was everyone's to the show. <laughs>
0: I was like, damn, they gonna they getting that crazy They said, don't come up. We're Like
1: that crazy. Uh, uh, no, 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 man. i yeah, know, to say whatever you want. <laughs> we, we, we're, we're realists. We understand, man. <laughs> is that we're, you know, we're trying to keep his legacy alive, man, in, in, in any way that we can. Sure. And, uh, you know, once, you know, I think once the fans gave us that okay that they, this is something that they want to hear and they, wanna, they right. want us to do, I think that a lot of us have the strength and the fortitude to go ahead and move forward with this, man. Because, you know, you go back and forth on it, man. Like, you know, what are we going to do? i remember the first rehearsal, bro. I mean, we're out there and I'm, I walked in and what's it like, you know, what's going to be like, I, I would look the key for this cue, right? Mm. Or, you know, mm. this certain thing would happen, you know, and, you know, he'd be right there. And that was just us, you know, and it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a moment, man. He had, he had to, he had to figure it out, man. But, uh, you know, we feel like, you know, he's looking down on us, man. And I think, I, I hope, and I think he approves of what we're doing, over we're staying true to form. I
0: mean, from my perspective, y'all, psh- I see the footage and I be like, Man, they they killing it. I'm like, okay. And I love the songs that you guys perform. Like you said, it's not just the songs off of, you know, the albums that you were on, but it's other stuff too, man.
1: Right. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we try to we, we, we try to spread it out, man. We gotta, gotta realize, man, even you know, going to some of the later versions of M T G man, there were so many mm-hmm. uh, songs, man. We just try to, you know, we try we try to bring in uh people from that those other groups. Also, you know, but when we went out, and our mindset was that let's put that original intimacy back together, that the first, and uh, that you know, and let's make sure we just try to uh, be as, as inclusive as we can or, or as other if it was, uh, schedules, you know, permit. You know, we're gonna pull in whoever, man, you know, all so right, family.
0: all right. Well, shout out to you guys, man. Uh, we're gonna keep supporting y'all, keep doing what you do, and keep it going. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to The Prince Podcast here with Mr. Tony M, myself, Michael Dean. We so appreciate you for listening. I got to shout out all of my Patreon people. Thank you for supporting the show and and keeping us going. And as I always say, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Sick